And we're back. What's up, everybody? Benja, well done. Coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free morning and day. Today is Friday, Friday, October the 22nd at 523 in the morning. How are you doing? So, uh, on my way to the gym, I uh, figured I'd get that out there just in case someone was thinking, hey, what are you doing at 523 in the morning? That's what I'm doing. I'm on my, I'm on my uh, way to the gym. But anyway... Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately as far as, uh, how to optimize myself and comedy, my performance and stuff like that. And, um, this is speaking not just internally, but sort of externally, maybe something that you yourself may find useful. But, uh, part of the whole cycle of comedy that I lack the most, um, actually it's one is definite, two is debatable, but it's, uh, marketing. Um, when I go to shows, when I'm out in the streets and I'm talking to everyone and, you know, I, I got my, like a, like a contact card that has all my Instagram info and I'm always meeting people and adding this and adding that two things is, is a must got to sell tickets and you got to advertise yourself. I know I have greatly, greatly, um, been, been failing in that aspect of marketing. Um, and I was thinking the other day, I guess that's why people get like a manager or promoter, not because they, they can't do it themselves. But the thing is, is like, you can kind of like hire a contract or at least just get a friend or whatever the case provided by your, they're actually worth the value and, and you're not abusing that value because maybe the equivalent of what they're great at, whether it's just from a work ethic and they know a lot about it, or if it's um, uh, something that they really love to do, or both. Okay, you might love to do something, but that doesn't mean that they even put any any interest in actually learning the uh, skill set behind it. But anyway, which is marketing, um, that other people either consult or hire or get people to do it for them. That way, you do have that void filled um, and. I don't really have the money to have somebody doing marketing for me, but uh, I gotta close that gap because um, when I go out on stage, everybody is completely different. And um, I truly believe that I always set myself aside from everyone else because I'm always, I'm always trying to take the most unique angle about something. I've said this before and I'll say it again. When I when I do comedy, I do it in one of two aspects. I do it either a completely unique story uh, and you're just like on the edge of your seat listening to every single detail. And it's so unique because, you know, it hasn't really happened to you before or it's just a crazy story and you want to hear every single like twist and turn about it or something that everybody can relate to. But it's such from like a unique angle that it keeps your interest. Those are those are the two dynamic blocks that I use for all of my storytelling, all of my comedy. And it remains true to me. You know, maybe somebody else does something different, but that's what I do. And um, like I got this thing about clapping that I'm working on. And uh, I really, really like it a whole lot. Um, I, it's a really good, it's about 15 minutes just having to do with clapping and the dynamics behind it. Um, 
and it gets people thinking and they laugh and it's funny and they start laughing more when they start realizing like who made the rules like it's just it's just such a weird thing but anyway don't take what I said you can you can relay the information say it came from me though but um it's just yeah my, my you know talking about something that's not that's not funny at all making everybody laugh is the proof of purchase that what I worked on does work you know so but um, I did like a, a comedy show just a few days ago I was in Dallas it was just an open mic but it was a material that I already knew that worked and it was funny because the people that I try to make laugh laughed um, there were other comedians there the majority of people weren't comedians and comedians in my opinion because we have such like this is how I kind of phrase it you know or how I, I explain it it's not that I don't think comedians are uh, hard to make laugh so to speak um, it's just that I know I'm so specific to what I like to a very fine detail it's very hard for me to laugh because I have a very specific like kind of a sense of humor it's pretty dark aggressive whatever so when I hear people like that that's what makes me laugh but if you're not so refined as to the precise exactness of what you like and you're a lot more broad in that aspect you might like comedy from a lot of different people a lot of different styles kind of like music you know so that's what I that's what I think what's going on with comics I, I, I think it's uh yeah, I think it's harder for to make a comic laugh that's another comic because they're they're so into it. It's kind of like the equivalent of like how passionate do you think a guy who's on a baseball team professionally would would uh, watch someone else, you know, like the Yankees versus uh, you know two two teams uh, going at it in baseball. They're probably not going to go to the actual stadium when they're not working while they're out of town on vacation. You know what I mean? That's like their place of work and they're there all the time. So why would they go? I don't ever see, I don't ever see current football guys on the roster in the stadium, uh, watching other teams in the stadium. You get what I'm saying? So in that aspect, when you're, when you're a part of that industry, when you're a part of that art, when you're a part of that craft, um, I feel like you're so involved you because you're no longer a spectator um, and you're already in that uh, realm of creativity and stuff you participate less as a spectator because even when I'm in the audience if I'm listening to somebody tell jokes I don't consider myself a spectator you know like an attendee of the performance I consider myself as an artist and I'm there if I ever go watch live comedy it's to try to learn something from someone that I already vibe with and relate with that I can sort of like, I can sort of like see a technical aspect. That's what I'll do sometimes. I'll actually, I feel like you got to study what you love, you know? So, um, some days when I'm working on comedy, it might actually be watching others that I really emulate and that, uh, uh I just really like a lot. And... I'll just kind of be loose and open to see if I can notice anything that they do. Um, and it almost always works. I always see like a technical aspect of like something they're doing at the microphone or the way they're 
way they're explaining stories or the way they um, the way they interact with the crowd. I mean, all sorts of technical aspects. And I feel like the more and more you watch comedy, the more you can pick up on these technical aspects. And you're not really even looking for them. It's kind of like if when you open up like a pantry and you know you want to eat something, but you don't really, yes, I said a pantry, not your refrigerator, but you're not really sure what you want to eat. Um, and then you see all these ingredients, you know, and you just say, ah, oh, that this would be nice. That would be it. But it doesn't, not until like you're looking at everything, does it really kind of hit you what you're looking at. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, this would be good. That would be good. So, you know, if more people knew about comedy in the inside, which is part of what this channel is also, I think you could understand what I'm saying a lot more. That's why I try to give examples, you know? Like, I don't ever think, I, I don't think, you're, like I said, perfect example, even though I'm like still working on the translation of explaining it. I don't, I don't think you're ever gonna see a professional athlete in attendance of another team just to watch that team that they're not on. That's exactly how I feel like when I, when I go to comedy clubs. I go to perform, I leave, I'm done, I love you all, good night. If I shake hands, take pictures of people after, that's part of the business too, I get it. But, um, yeah. And the other thing that I made a comment about as far as uh, uh, kind of lacking is friendships. You know, there's a lot of clicks, there's a lot of networking, there's a lot of, there's like Hispanic comedy groups, there's black comedy groups, there's black comedy showcases, there's gay comedy showcases, there's Asian comedy showcases, there's, uh, um, you know, some people it's not because of ethnicity or their sex or whatever, it's because they're best friends and doesn't matter what they look like. I'm new to Texas, okay? And um, my first year here, I started kind of coming up on the scene. It was really great. Second year, Corona. Boom. Corona hit. And this is like, this is kind of like year two repeated. And I'm just trying to, you know, I see people now and they're like, oh, I thought you, you know, moved or everyone else here has been here for so many years. They have a lot of roots. So it's easy for them to sell tickets. It's easy for them to get a lot of people to attend a show. They got a whole support system here and that's great. So I'm also sort of starting from the ground up, which I like. But again, when it comes to networking and marketing and stuff, I knew I know I need to do a better job. So anyway, well, I hope everybody gets something out of this. Um, I try to explain things to the best of my ability, but you got to understand when you're trying to explain something, it's a new topic. Imagine you wanted to like talk to a girl that you really liked. You're going to think about what you're saying, but what if it was someone that you didn't have a daily occurrence with. It was just some beautiful girl that caught your attention in the supermarket. And you're just trying to convey that you want to go out on a date with her, that you like her, whatever the case, something like that, you know? You're gonna try to condense things and make things as simple as possible. But especially on that like first date, if you try to explain, it sounds like it's always an interesting thing when you when you're trying to explain something right off the bat first go and have somebody understand it. So it may take a couple a couple goes to get your point across. So anyway, with that being mentioned, I hope everybody has a beautiful rest of your day. I know what I got to keep working on. 
because it is a part of the art. It's part of the professionalism. It's a part of the um, the whole system of uh, comedy, not just that being successful in it. You don't want to be like, well, I wouldn't at least. I'm not working to be uh, uh, the world's greatest comedian ever and also the most unknown. That's like those strong guy competitions. You ever see those strong guy competitions in the Olympics? Maybe there's some guy stronger, but he just didn't try out for the Olympic team. I don't want to be that guy. Some people don't spotlight, don't like the spotlights. Me, I don't like or dislike them. I don't care. I just care about what I'm doing on stage. And it doesn't matter to me if it's 12 people or 12,000. It just doesn't matter to me. Um, uh, numbers wise, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference because I'm, I'm going to come off the exact way, but I think that's really a good thing because, um, that means with a group of 12,000, I'm still going to be intimate with them to where the person, the very, very back is going to feel like they're in the front. And I feel like that's also a key to success is making everybody feel included. So anyway, I gotta, I gotta, I got, yeah, I definitely got to network more and I gotta, um, get better at marketing and just getting myself out there because there's so many guys and girls pop comedy is more popular now more than ever before because of the the fame and the, the spotify and the i mean the you name it whatever okay i feel like a lot of people get into comedy because it's like a quick uh a quick buck um but in my world, there's no such thing as a day off of who you really are. This is ooh, something just hit my damn cars I was driving. What was that? That was weird. Anyway, anyway, um, but yeah, like I was saying, there's no such thing as a day off from being who you really are. And this is who I really am. So now I just gotta help the world know what's up, be aware of it, you know? And that's going to help self propel myself to be able to do this as a full time job one day. And that's what I'm always working for. So, Anyway, getting to know me, I'd really like to get to know y'all. Um, y'all have a beautiful day. I'm Benji Well Done. Keep staying tuned and uh, check me out. Peace.